AFCON 2010. The trade show that you know where affiliates always attend for free makes its way to Denver June 21st through 23rd. Register today at AFFCON2010.com. AFCON 2010 is different from those other affiliate trade shows designed for the affiliate manager, where you can pay up to $1,500 just on a single registration. That's why AFCON 2010 offers you an alternative, a show that's free for affiliates, not to mention over 80% of our attendees are affiliates. AFCON 2010 brings you a wide range of sessions, essential for significant affiliate marketing achievement. Plus, we are proud to be working with Search Engine Strategies to present an additional day of all new search engine marketing sessions and tracks. Add unbeatable nighttime networking capped off by WebmasterRadio.fm's annual affiliate bash, and you have the complete affiliate trade show experience for free. Join the thousands in the affiliate marketing community that are making the switch to AFCON 2010, the trade show that's free for all affiliates. June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Register today at AFFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com. Feel you're getting the most out of your current affiliate marketing program? Find out as today's top advertisers and publishers unite on the all-new Affiliate Marketing Today. Join your hosts, Jeremy Palmer and Robin Walsh. As they share valuable insights on promoting strategic relationships, discuss the state of the industry, and offer you a rare glimpse into the minds of today's top players. See how to get the most out of your affiliate marketing program now as we present the all-new Affiliate Marketing Today, the industry's only broadcast, offering unique perspectives of both advertisers and publishers. And now, here are your hosts, Jeremy Palmer and Robin Walsh. Good afternoon and welcome to Affiliate Marketing Today. I'm Robin Walsh here with my new co-host, Jeremy Palmer. President Hello, everyone. Of, <laughs> president of Quit Your Day Job. He is a top publisher in many different programs. I'm sure you've heard his name numerous times before. Um, so, Jeremy, why don't you give us a, a quick little bio as to uh, who you are and what you do? Well, thanks for having me on the call, Robin. So I am currently obviously an affiliate, and uh, I've also started a side business, Quit Your Day Job, where I help other people uh, become affiliates and, and eventually with the end goal of quitting their day job. Um, I've written an ebook, High Performance Affiliate Marketing, which talks about um, my strategies and my best practices and, and kind of how I've done what I've been able to do. Excellent. You are probably one of the uh, more senior guru folks, so I'm very happy to have you on the show with, with me for this week and for, you know, the next few shows. So thank you and welcome. Um, thinking about what we're talking about today, it's, you know, the beginning of November, and it, obviously holiday season is upon us. Um, so what we'd like to actually cover today um, are, you know, different ways for publishers to get the most out of their business throughout the holiday season. Um, even though that we're focusing on the publisher side, advertisers, this is definitely a show for you, too. Um, thinking about what kind of tools and items you need to give your publishers. So, so everybody should be tuning in throughout the show. Um, some of the uh, specific items we'll cover. Uh, first, we'll give a little forecast into what we think the, the retail season is going to do this year. We'll also look at important holiday dates, uh, choosing the best advertisers for your holiday lineup, uh, looking at what products and advertisers might convert best. 
uh, a focus on paid search, so looking at PPC and, uh, you know, how do you optimize your landing pages. And then finally, we'll look at analyzing and optimizing just in general, um, search and beyond. Um, so those are the key items for today. And why don't we get started uh, looking at the forecast for the, the Q4 season. Jeremy, I'll hand it over to you. Great. So the forecast for 2006 is looking very good. According to all of the data that I've seen from Comscore, uh, Jupiter, uh, eMarketer, and some other sources, it looks like online spending is set to increase pretty significantly this year. As a matter of fact, um, the data that I'm seeing from Comscore is that online spending will be up 18% over last year. So that's a pretty steady growth rate um, year over year. Uh, it looks like the average consumer will spend about $728 uh, this year online, which is also up. Uh, um, from last year from $681. Um, they predict that a record 114 million people this year uh, will buy online. And one of the most interesting trends that uh, these uh, companies have identified is that they, they expect to see a lot more spending from previous online shoppers, uh, meaning that people who have already bought online will, will increase their spend this year. Those are absolutely amazing numbers, and it's it's a good industry for all of us to be in. Um, you know, thinking about you know, your all average holiday spend, and you know, I, I wish that um, you know more people would spend more of their their wallet online. But it seems that you know, for those guys, as you said, Jeremy, that have been spending it online, it sounds like they're going to do even more this year. So that's very exciting. Absolutely. Great. Um, so thinking about you know. Now's the time to to hit these numbers and and to get the word out and to make sure that you know from the, the publisher standpoint that you're really out there and being the one to introduce or um, usher the consumer to the various advertiser sites. Um, time is obviously of the essence, so I think you know hopping into um, looking at the important holiday dates. Um, you know what dates are important, why they're important. You know what should you as a publisher be. Um, thinking about and setting certain deadlines for yourself. And it's not just important to look at the dates, but also just um, general shopping behavior and trends um, for this time of year, because it is a little bit different than, than other times of the year, certainly. Right, and things do change quickly. You never know exactly what the, uh, the hot item or product is going to be, so being flexible and, and paying attention, I think, are key points. Um, so why don't we hop in, Jeremy? I know that there's plenty of items that, that you as a publisher are thinking about um, and want to share with, with our audience. Sure. So I think the most important thing to do initially is is to set aside and look at your timeline for the holiday season. Uh, holiday season online typically begins uh, that Thanksgiving weekend, which is pretty much in line with uh, what people are doing offline. Um, and then it's important to just mark some dates on your calendar uh, that that will help you kind of stay on track with your with your affiliate sites and and your commissions. Um, the first day that I want to talk about uh, this is kind of an infamous date that many of you have heard of. It's it's called Cyber. Monday. And what that is, is that's the first day after the Thanksgiving holiday, the first Monday, uh, back to work. And uh, there was a rumor that went around last year that this was actually the busiest day of the online shopping season. And uh, we came to find out a little bit later in the year that that term was just completely made up uh, to generate buzz and, and get people you know, excited about shopping online. I guess some people from shop.org uh, in combination with uh, the CEO of ice.com uh, rallied together to come up with this day, and uh, it's kind of an interesting story behind it. But anyway, um, come to find out that this is, uh, according to Comscore, only the 12th uh, busiest 
day of the year as far as all online shopping is concerned. Um, so, so that's kind of interesting to debunk that myth because so many people focus on Cyber Monday. I think last year uh, the media jumped all over it and everyone was you know, trying to get behind that holiday um, or, or behind that day rather, but um, as it turns out, it's not even the busiest day of the year necessarily. That's all a scam. That's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> right. But um, a lot of people did uh, report, you know, a big Cyber Monday last year. They said that it was one of their busiest days of the year, but certainly, um, uh, you know, across the board, most merchants are saying it was, it was only the 12th busiest day of the year. Now, it's interesting that you're mentioning Cyber Monday is really the start of the season because, you know, historically, offline retailers, the good old brick-and-mortar guys, think about Black Friday, which is, of course, the day after Thanksgiving, uh, which is still, you know, thrown around a lot in the Internet, and there's a lot of, I just saw today, somebody's Black Friday deals have already been posted um, in one of the forums. So do you consider that during your marketing campaigns that you want to focus any time on, on Black Friday? Oh, absolutely. As a matter of fact, I start uh, my campaigns that, that week of Thanksgiving, and I, I guess they say that, you know, the steepest um, part of the curve, like as far as the online uh, holiday shopping season goes, is, is about Thanksgiving Day, that people are actually, you know, once they're through with Thanksgiving, um, they're starting to get their ads and things in the newspaper, and, and they're starting to do some research online and starting to even make purchases online uh, Thanksgiving Day. Um, keep in mind, you know, Black Friday is the busiest day of the offline shopping world, uh, but you don't really have to wait for the stores to open um, if, if you're buying the stuff online. So as soon as you get those deals and things in your, in your paper, you start watching those commercials, uh, you know, you can begin doing some of your online shopping uh, right away. Great. I'm seeing Thanksgiving Day is, is a definitely a big day um, of the start of the holiday shopping season. Right. Have you had any um, challenges with respect to um, some of the, the deals? I know a lot of the advertisers, um, you know, have, you know, big confidentiality agreements with people that they work with for the, the flyers, for the newspapers, that they don't want those deals being leaked out prior to the day that, that you know, whether it be Thanksgiving Day or Black Friday. Have you had any challenges managing that as a publisher, trying to figure out, you know, what are the greatest deals, but, you know, trying to promote them but not having enough information in time to promote them? Well, I think most merchants um, who tend to have peak seasons around the holidays are very good at getting that information to their publishers. Um, I've already started seeing many newsletters going out talking about the holiday season and, and you know preparation for success and what items they expect to be hot and things like that. Um, I've even started receiving some information about specific deals that they plan on launching around the holiday season on, on specific products and shipping promotions and so forth. Um, I, I think that a lot of these are time sensitive, so it is important for you as an affiliate, obvious, to uh, stay on top of them and, and not, like you said, leak them before uh, you know the the, pro the time that they're supposed to launch and, and so forth. But yeah, I'm seeing that most merchants are, are starting to ramp up right now and, and getting information to their affiliates. Great. Um, are you seeing any information about shipping dates? Because I know, as we especially as we get closer to uh, the peak holidays, uh, you know, Hanukkah and Christmas, that you know people want to be able to buy items online. And for those stores that don't have the in-store pickup option, you know, shipping dates are crucial. If you miss that that cut that timeline, and yet that product's not shipped to you in time, you're going to be have a very upset customer on your hand. Right, absolutely. Uh, good, good thing to talk about. Yes, uh, you have to be very aware of what the last drop date is um, for people to be able to get products to their customers before uh, the Christmas holiday. And, you know, if you look at the UPS shipping calendar, let's just say UPS is one of the more popular, you know, routes to ship. Um, 
typically UPS ground is about five days if you're if you're talking coast to coast, and so you want to give yourself about a five day window um, before the holiday to to actually get your products and and to you know to the customers and so on. Um, so I've determined, you know, just looking at this year's calendar, that that the last day of of shipping for for a lot of advertisers is probably going to be December 18th, and. Uh, that would basically give them five days to get the products and you know to to the customers um, in time for Christmas, and so that's that's probably a date that you want to put on your calendar right now uh, because I, I see that as a very important drop off date for the for the shipping this year. Okay, great, and that excludes some of the advertisers that offer in store pickup. I know that many of the consumer electronics do. I'm sure there are others, um, and those types of advertisers. Once you get past the 18th. Um, if I were a publisher, I'd probably shift my focus towards those in-store pickup guys that, hey, you still can get stuff. Uh, you can order it online. It'll be ready for you when you go down to your local store. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about last-minute opportunities here in a minute because there are some um, if you've missed that, that cutoff date. But um, another thing to, to think about with that cutoff date is that that's when the item would actually have to ship in, in many cases is December 18th. You know, so it would have to ship either December 18th or 19th to get there in time. And keep in mind that many merchants, um, you know, you would actually have to order it before then because it takes them, you know, two days or something to pull it out of their warehouse before they even ship it. So really, you know, to be completely safe, um, you know, you might have to consider date December 15th as, as a cutoff date as well. And then, you know, just, just stay on top of your merchants and, and watch what they're communicating to their customers on their website. Uh, you know, they, they might have to adjust their shipping timetable because of, you know, items not being able to, to get there on time or whatever. So just make sure that you look out for any merchant-specific uh, holiday cutoff dates and so on. And then also they might have some, some promotions, some, you know, uh, you know, if you order before this date, get free shipping or, or get discounted shipping or something like that. So you want to stay on top of those merchant-specific dates as well. Um, any other items with respect to dates? Well, just talking about last-minute opportunities there, uh, you had mentioned in-store pickup. That's certainly an opportunity there. Anyone like a Best Buy or a Circuit City, um, you know, they, they probably have the in-store pickup option, which is definitely something you can do for those last-minute shoppers. Um, I noticed that last year Amazon.com, was running um, like a special on the 22nd of December or something like that where they could still guarantee it before Christmas and they actually had like certain items um, in their store that they could guarantee before Christmas and so that's something to, to keep in mind and then of course probably the best one um, to consider would be gift cards um, you know there really isn't any timetable on gift cards you can actually print them online you know from your home computer and uh, that's a last minute opportunity that I think a lot of affiliates probably overlook Right, and I think that many affiliates overlook that because they're normally not commissioned on gift cards. So they're not looking. It's, it's a value-add for the advertiser, but not necessarily a value-add at that time for the affiliate. Right. You know, maybe some things to consider, however, with the gift card opportunity would be uh, like music stores like iTunes. Um, you know, I know iRhapsody uh, is a commission junction advertiser that offers gift cards, and there's a few others in your network that offer commissions on gift cards. So certainly there, there are some advertisers that do offer that. You have to, like you said, probably look them up uh, because certainly there are going to be some that will not offer a commission on a gift card. But. Right, and, and in the same realm of gift cards, there's also um, some advertisers out there that have gift subscriptions. So if they might be um, like a, a DVD club or a music club, they might actually also offer a gift subscription that you can send online, which you will still be commissioned for. That's another option. 
Good point, good point. And going back, uh, rewinding to the beginning when we were talking about Cyber Monday and the busiest holiday shopping day of the year, according to most e-tailers, uh, they claim that their peak days are between December 5th and December 15th. And so you definitely want to make sure that all of your campaigns are up and running smoothly um, between those dates. And then also just understanding uh, shopping behavior. Um, according to Comscore and some of the other companies that do this market research, uh, they've determined that 58% of people um, actually shop at work who buy online. And so making sure that your, your websites are operational and your campaigns are running during uh, normal working hours is, is very important. Um, they claim that uh, Mondays during the holiday shopping season t tend to be the busiest days, um, and this stems a lot from people who had a frustrating weekend um, at the mall or, or out shopping offline and, uh, you know, because maybe the items were out of stock or they had limited selection and, and the crowds and so on. And so um, those Mondays after the weekends tend to be very good shopping days during the holiday season. Great point. I'm already having uh, visions of driving around parking lots for an hour trying to find a spot. So right. <laughs> we, can, we can, you know, save our time and go online instead. All right. Well, it is about time for a break. Um, we are going to uh, let you uh, hear a bit from our sponsors. Uh, before heading out, I did want to remind you that uh, we do air the show on Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific and 4 p.m. Eastern. You can also catch the recorded archive by downloading the podcast at webmasterradio.fm. You can also subscribe to us at iTunes, and you can listen to us on your cell phone through the MobileCast network. And if you have any questions or show feedback, uh, please contact Jeremy and I at podcasts at cj.com. We'll be right back. You're just minutes away from more Affiliate Marketing Today. Stay tuned. Wow, looks like you caught another one. Yeah, thanks. That uh, makes 23 so far. You're kidding me. I haven't caught a thing yet. Really? Well, what kind of bait are you using? Same as you. Well, then maybe it's where you're fishing. What do you mean? Well, if you want to catch fish, don't throw your line out in the middle of a big lake. Take a smart look around for where the fish congregate, like over by this log. So I just have to look smart, huh? That's right. It's all about fishing where the fish are. Learn how you can fish where the fish are. Go to signup.looksmart.com. Signup.looksmart.com. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that Value Click Media had netted FastClick, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BanazRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. You've got to work with Value Click Media. I've got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit Value Click Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details. Value Click Media. It's no secret. Linking with relevant sites is a dynamic way to enhance site traffic. Avoid using unethical practices to promote your website. Obtain quality, relevant links with linksmanager.com. Since 1999, linksmanager.com has been the leading choice for managing link campaigns by thousands of websites. Editor-based link management software makes relevant link exchange ethical, fast, and easy. No software to install. Free unlimited support. Try linksmanager.com free for 30 days. Accept no limitations. Ben just kicking ass with domain name. Monty, 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 Monty. Monty. Monty, Monty, Monty. 
What's been your highest domain name sale? How much money was it for? It was approximately $144,000. About one hundred fifty grand. That's correct. Okay, great. You have had eBay by rent.com and shopping.com for a combined $1.4 billion. Monty. 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 The master of your domain. Monty. Literally probably 90 days after buying it uh, for $80,000, Interbrew bought it for $7 million. We appraised the property and helped get it sold for $3.4 million. It was the most valuable asset that they had, $6 million or $10 million on a domain name. When we sold Autos.com for $2.2 million, people thought it was nuts, too. <laughs> domain Masters, only on Webmaster Radio. Be the master of your domain. Now. Back to Affiliate Marketing Today, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Welcome back to Webmaster Radio. This is Robin Walsh, and I'm here with my co-host, Jeremy Palmer. And uh, we're talking about holidays and how to plan for the holidays uh, from the publisher perspective. And uh, I'd love to hop into our next uh, item, which is looking at, you know, how you choose which advertisers to work with. Um, and in addition to thinking about just which advertisers, what products um, will also convert best during the holiday season, uh, basically giving the publishers the most bang for the buck. Um, so hopping into that, I, I think a great place to start is where do you start? From the publisher perspective, there's so many different advertisers out there to, to choose from. Jeremy, where do, you, where do you start? Well, I think that the most important thing to do is, is to... Notif- or I'm sorry, not notify, but, but seek out the opportunities that are going to do um, better this time of year than any other time of the year. So certainly specialty merchants, um, people like Comiker Schlemmer, Hickory Farms, Brookstone, and, and other specialty stores like that um, certainly have uh, peak times of the year um, during the holiday season. So, so it's important to, I guess, put together your holiday lineup. What I tend to do is I go through the categories in Commission Junction that I think are going to do particularly well this time of year, and then I, I pick out my advertisers from some of those lists. And so some of the categories that I'm looking at would be just traditional, um, you know, holiday shopping uh, habits like toys. That's obviously probably the most popular one. Um, Clothing, books, uh, music, fragrances, uh, consumer electronics, gift baskets, anything like that uh, that tends to do very well online, um, you know, or certainly opportunities that I'm very interested in. Um, one thing that you have to do, though, is you have to be realistic with your with your time frame and what you can actually put together. You know, if you haven't already started working on your your holiday merchants and and your sites and campaigns, you know, you're not going to have the bandwidth to work with all of the merchants that you want. So you're going to want to identify all the merchants that you think have great potential and probably narrow that list down to a handful of merchants that you think you know you could really market effectively um, given the, the short amount of time that you have to make this happen. Which, you know, try, I'm always coming from, not always, but normally coming from the advertiser point of view um, and thinking about, you know, different programs. I think that point that you just made really reinforces that this is a time to work with your existing Publishers. This is not a time to be recruiting new guys unless it's it's a one-off scenario. Um, but you know, as Jeremy mentioned, you know, publishers are are really looking to get the campaigns running um, for advertisers. They're already working with. They already know. They've already tested. They know um, how their links work, what kind of offers they have, what kind of communications they have. Um, so just to throw that out there from the advertiser side. 
Yeah, excellent point. And I'm also looking for advertisers that, you know, have online exclusive deals or selection. Um, you know, I'm thinking like maybe a buy.com or an egghead.com, which is new to your network, and then, you know, Amazon. Uh, basically stores that, that have deals and products and things that you can't just go to your local Best Buy or Circuit City and pick up, you know, those stores tend to convert very well because they're offering, you know, it's kind of that scarcity thing. It's, it's something that you can't just go down the street and pick up at your, your local consumer electronics store. You actually have to, you know, maybe buy it online. I, I like to work with those merchants during this time of year. So speaking of deals, um, I'm sure that being a top publisher, you're bombarded by all sorts of communications uh, coming from pretty much every advertiser. How do you, you know, weed through the, the deals and the offers and the newsletters, and what's the, the best way from your perspective for an advertiser to communicate with you? Well, I think that communication is absolutely key this time of year. Staying on top of uh, promotions, coupons, um, you know, inventory alerts and things like that is just critical. Uh, so basically what I do is I focus on the select merchants that I've decided I'm going to be working with during that holiday season, and, and I focus almost exclusively on their communications. Um, obviously, I get communications from all of the merchants that I work with this time of year, and you know it doesn't really do you well or serve you well to, to be going through all of those emails because you know there, there's so much information coming at you. So really just identify the, the handful of merchants that you're going to be working with this time of year and focus on their communications. You know, really look out um, for their emails. Um, you know, if they have like a, a, an affiliate blog or, or website, you know, make sure that you're visiting that daily this time of year because certainly there's, there's a lot of news that happens fast this time of year. Um, you know, if they, if they offer any kind of a podcast or RSS feed, make sure that you stay subscribed to that so that you can get that information uh, pushed directly to you. Um, and then something else that I just wanted to talk about, because we're, we're talking about communication being really important here, is I like to have a one-on-one -on -one holiday huddle um, with all of the merchants that I plan on working with. And what that is, is that's just a good opportunity for you to get on the phone with your merchant and, and talk about the season, um, you know, understand what shipping dates are important to them specifically, understand what products that they anticipate will do best this time of year and, and understanding customer behavior specific to their website or, or their, their category. And, and just having that one-on-one -on -one communication with your merchant I think goes a long way. I can't agree more, and it's something that, that we definitely recommend um, all of our advertisers to do that. And if, if they can't do that, to provide us um, Informa enough information to be able to do that on their behalf. So I think that's one of the most important aspects uh, for an advertiser is to really maintain, you know, healthy contact with your, especially your top publishers. Absolutely. Uh, so with respect to, to advertisers, let's say you have all of your advertisers lined up. Um, what, what are your next steps? Are you looking at getting everybody launched at the same time, staggering them throughout the, the season? Well, it can be really difficult this year uh, because most of the, the people that you're going to be working with, you know, they'll have big product feeds and to develop a, a website or an affiliate site around a product feed or even to just launch a paid search campaign can, can be very um, time-consuming. So, again, you want to narrow your selection down um, and be realistic about what you can commit. Um, you know, it, it might be nice to say, okay, I'm going to promote these 10 merchants during the year and I'm going to start working on all of their sites. But really, I think, you know, as you had maybe leaded into or led into, 
to earlier, that you should actually, you know, take them down one by one and say, okay, this is this is priority one for me, this is priority two, this is priority three, and just, you know, complete those projects before you jump into the next. Um, I think I have a bad tendency sometimes uh, to try and take on too many advertisers at once, and it seems like every time I've, I've tried to do that, I've had a bad experience with it, just, uh, you know, end up not getting anything done or, or you know, any anything really completed. So just knock out your advertisers one by one, um, but, but keep yourself, you know, don't get bogged down either. You know, if you're spending one or two weeks on, on just one advertiser and, and you're putting all of your eggs, meaning your time, in that one basket, uh, then you might not find that's a winning strategy because, you know, you're into the holiday season already and you've only got one side up or, or one campaign launched. And, and certainly, you know, you might want to diversify yourself into, you know, maybe, uh, like I said, a handful of advertisers, two, three, up to five maybe. Um, so, just don't let yourself get stuck in a rut um, working on one advertiser. Don't try to do anything too grand. You know, you might have this great idea for building this elaborate uh, shopping comparison site and working with, you know, putting all these merchants into it and, you know, having 20,000 pages. And, you know, that's not realistic given the time frame. If you've already been working on that from, you know, the summer or, you know, early part of, Oh six, and then certainly that's something you want to uh, work on completing. But if you're if you're just getting into your holiday sites now, you you want to make sure that you don't dig into anything too deep. Okay, thinking about um, you know trying to get up to speed with respect to the advertiser and, and all of their their information, and you know we, we constantly think about the publishers as being the sales force. If there was one thing that you could ask for from all of your advertisers when you join a program and when you're getting ramped up, what would that be? They're bestsellers. Uh, I think that's probably the the most important information that you can get. Uh, you know, what sells the best this time of year and why? Um, you know, are there any deals and coupons uh, for those items? Those those are all important things to cover with your merchants. Okay, great. All right. So thinking about, you know, you have your advertiser list, and let's say hopefully they have given you all of their, their bestsellers. What's your next step? I'm guessing you're, you know, thinking about, you know, driving traffic, paid search is, is normally the, the first realm that, that comes to mind. So how do you get a, a paid search campaign off the ground, and, and what are you looking at um, to run a search campaign? So that's exactly right. You do want to focus on paid search. The reason is is that you can get your campaigns and you can start driving traffic in a matter of hours or days compared to weeks or months if you're focusing on organic search or, or you know, maybe building out a content site or something like that. So what I like to do is, going back to the hot items or the best converting items, is, okay, first of all, I've selected the merchants that I'm going to work with, you know, between maybe one and five merchants. Now what I want to do is I want to identify what the hot items are uh, between those between those merchants and, and focus on those initially because, again, you're going to get the most bang for your buck by focusing on, on those items rather than, um, you know, items that, you know, they sell okay during the whole, you know, the entire year, but maybe during Christmas they don't really peak or anything like that. So focusing on those those hot items, um, doing some keyword research, finding out uh, what people are searching for when they're, when they're buying those items, getting all the variations and related keywords I think is really important. Um, also, as you're doing that keyword research, be looking out for some negative keywords that you might want to add to your paid search campaigns. Um, I'm specifically thinking about people who are doing research online but who have intent to buy offline. Maybe they're doing specific location searches. Maybe they're doing searches that include like store hours or maybe they um, are doing looking up deals um, that are only available offline. You know, so just be aware of some of those things. 
Um, so once you've put together that keyword list, you, you've mined you know, some of the best products and you've fi- found some good keywords to promote those products and variations, and uh, you've, you've put together a list of negative keywords to avoid some of those people who are intending to buy offline, then you want to put those together and you can either do direct linking where you actually link directly to the merchant's offer or the merchant's site, or you can create a series of landing pages for some of those items. Now, it's really important that you get with your advertiser to determine whether or not they allow direct linking and, and what their rules are for paid search because merchants are, are very – they take their, their paid search affiliates very seriously and, and they, they monitor very closely what they're doing and what they're working on. And, uh, you know, it's important to them how their, their brand is being represented in, in paid search. You know, you want to make sure that you're aware of whatever keyword restrictions they might have. Obviously, a lot of people have restrictions on their trademark and brand names. Make sure that you're up to speed on those. Um, aside from that, you know, if they have any rules against direct linking or, or what their policy is on using your, their display URL in your ad campaign, just make sure that you're aware of those because this time of the year, um, you know, I, I think that tempers run a little bit high because everyone is so busy and, uh, you know, if you're, if you're breaking the rules as, a, as an affiliate, you might not get the same kind of uh, relaxed approach that you get during other times of the year because there, there's so much of this going on and there's so much stress and so much pressure for online merchants. So just be, be very aware of those things. Um, so obviously in terms of time, the best way to go would be to link directly to the merchant site if it's allowed. You know, you want to make sure that you link uh, directly to the page uh, that has the product or service that you're advertising. Don't link to a generic landing page. Uh, this time of year or any other time of year, really, you, you want to make sure that you're sending the, the customer to the page that is most relevant to their search. If you try and send them to a generic landing page for the merchant, uh, you know, they might lose focus or not find what they're looking for within a few seconds and back out. So just make sure that you're linking to pages that are directly related to their offers. Um, And the same goes for your landing pages. If you're not able to link directly and you're building landing pages, make sure that those landing pages are highly relevant to the customer search. Don't send them to some generic, uh, you know, holiday shopping page for, for that merchant or something like that. Make it direct. And then if you can, uh, this is something that has really helped me with my landing pages. Rather than send them to a duplicate page, meaning that you send them from a product detail page to the merchant's product detail page, if you have the ability to send them into the shopping cart, uh, that is something that definitely can help conversions um, because you're taking another step out of the process. And you're avoiding, again, that duplicate content issue where the merchant already saw a page um, like the one they were at on your site. And so, you know, you, you want to make sure that you make the path of purchase um, as, as easy as possible for them and not put any roadblocks up in front of them. Right. And, and directing, uh, linking into the, the shopping cart is something that I, I would recommend talking to the advertiser about just to make sure that they are comfortable with that and they're comfortable with that user experience and also that there aren't any other tracking concerns. So some advertisers do need to, to have you go land to a certain kind of page on their site, whether it be the product page or a category page or the home page, just to make sure that they are tracking on the back end. So I think it's rather, especially this time of year, rather be safe than sorry. Say, hey, is this okay, and will it still track? Just to, That's to an be excellent safe. suggestion. Um, and thinking about search, so especially paid search, budgets. So each publisher is, is paying for search out of their own pocket, and I'm sure with the holiday, uh, traffic is up. People are searching for all kinds of stuff through the, the various engines. How do you manage a budget, and, and what's 
kind of the best practice with respect to, you know, thinking about timing and, you know, going back to some of the, the dates that we talked about earlier, when do you spend the budget and how do you plan that out? Well, that's, that's really important because this time of year, the search volume on certain products is going to be higher than any other time of year. So even if you've been running a particular merchant's uh, products and services in your campaigns and you've, you've got accustomed to what uh, kind of spend you have on those products and services, that can all change this time of year. So it's important to, to set aside a budget plan and make sure that you're monitoring it very closely. I mean, not only daily, but this time of year, I'm, I'm looking at reports sometimes hourly. And, and thank goodness, you know, Google and MSN and even Yahoo, even though sometimes their reports are a little bit delayed, they do offer intraday reporting so that you can see what kind of traffic and what kind of costs um, you're incurring on a daily basis. All right. Any other items on search? Uh, that, that's all I can think of right now. I know in our next uh, segment we're going to be talking about analyzing your results and optimizing your campaigns, so certainly we can talk a little bit more about those finer points. Okay, great. Speaking of the next section, why don't we uh, take a, a little break here, uh, be able to feed our sponsors, and uh, we'll be back in a minute. You're just minutes away from more Affiliate Marketing Today. Stay tuned. Friendfinder. Friendfinder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friendfinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. Attention webmasters. Wish you could convert more web traffic into cash? No need to rub a lamp. Just click on genienose.com. Install a search box on your site or incorporate paid listings XML into search results. And at your command, genienose.com pays cash for each result your users click on. Enjoy prompt payment and superior customer service. Earn even more through our referral program. Genienose has delivered results. G-E-N-I-E-K-N-O-W-S.com. 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort radiator hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types Hooker Escort Hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes. One click. Great results. It's a little pet peeve of mine, right? Go on the web and somebody writes up about me and they put web gorilla, as in the monkey, not gorilla, like, you know, warfare, terrorist. We're gonna do the monkey. Hi, this is Greg Bozer. Do the monkey. AKA Monkey Boy. Monkey, monkey. Sometimes I get a little pissy. That's alright. I gotta tell you, dude, he made you look like a good chimp. He did. Do the monkey. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
monkeypicks.co.uk. Funny bastard, isn't he? I swear to God, if you play that promo one more time, I'm publishing the photo. How much is that gorilla in the window? Now, back to Affiliate Marketing Today, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Okay, welcome back to Affiliate Marketing Today. I am Robin Walsh, here with my brand new co-host, Jeremy Palmer. And we are talking today about making the most of the holidays, uh, making sure that you're optimizing your campaigns for uh, the Q4 season from the publisher side of the business. Um, so let's hop in and, and think about how do you analyze and optimize your campaigns um, from the publisher perspective. And thinking about that, uh, my big question that I always think about, even from the advertiser side, is there's so many different reports to look at. There's so many, especially for a publisher, there's so many different places to get those reports. Where do you start? So it's really important that you're looking at your daily cost reports from the search engines, Yahoo, Google, and MSN, on a daily basis. You want to make sure that you're reviewing your costs, even at the keyword level um, for high-volume items, um, every single day because you might have a product that gets an unusually high amount of search volume for one reason or another, and you want to make sure that you're, you're keeping within your budget. And then also you want to be downloading your sales reports uh, from Commission Junction, LinkShare, whoever you're working with, also on a daily basis and, and pairing those up with your cost reports to make sure that uh, the keywords that you're buying and spending a lot of money on are actually resulting in commissions for you. So you want to make sure that you're doing that analysis again every day. And I, I think we were talking about this earlier, but you have a real short window that you're talking about with the holiday shopping season, basically the last week of November um, to about the third week of December. And so the the buying cycle um, that you're looking at is, is typically a lot shorter than any other time of the year. And people, uh, when they're doing searches and things, their, their intent is often different this time of the year than any other time of year. People um, who are doing these searches are, are more apt to buy uh, during this, this holiday shopping season maybe than they are any other time of the year. So um, if you're used to seeing um, some Latin sales on a particular product or, or merchant, you might not see as much latency now. Um, you'll, you'll see that shorter buying time. Are there any areas that, that you're, you're thinking about um, going to for research, um, in, even in preparation for the Q4 season? So are so there any, any new merchants or any, any new products, did you say? Um, any any um, more like industry areas that, that you look to uh, to do research before you even start you know, analyzing your specific campaign to analyze where the campaigns are going to run for the season or where the sales are going to occur for the season? Oh, absolutely, yeah. So I, I'm looking at data from eMarketer and, and Comscore um, definitely this time of year because I want to know what items they think are going to be really hot. And I also subscribe to um, like eTailer's blog and, and a few other um, big shopping uh, sites because it's important to get that data, like what items are going to be hot this year. Um, that changes typically from year to year, and you want to make sure that you're working with merchants that are offering those products and services because they will convert very well. 
Great. Um, thinking about going back to the, the individual publisher and, and the items that they're looking at, what are the, the top metrics that you look at? Um, I know that you talked a little bit earlier about the specific, you know, the, the spend and the ROI. When you dig in further into the advertiser reports, are there any items that you're looking at specifically? Well, it's it's really important to determine you know, stay on top of, like, the data feeds and make sure that they're not running out of inventory. I think during this time of year, they have a tendency to run out of certain items pretty quickly. And you want to make sure that um, as you're getting your data feeds from your merchant that you're checking to see if there's any items that are out of stock. Um, also, be looking for new items um, that, are, that are being added to the data feed. Maybe they, they weren't previously available. It's kind of like a, a seasonal um, opportunity that's only available for three or four weeks out of the year. So be looking out for some of those things um, and also just items that they're removing. Um, from from their inventory, old items, and, and so on. Um, are there any items that you expect the advertiser to share with you to help you optimize? Well, I, I really want to know the, the consumer shopping behavior for that particular advertiser this time of year. Um, again, the products that they're looking to buy, uh, what they're doing when they're on the site, how long it's taking them to convert. Uh, you know, just, just kind of getting inside the mind of the consumer is really important. And it's hard sometimes as an affiliate, unless you've been working with that merchant for a long time, to know all of that data, know all of that demographic data. So that goes back to what we talked about in a previous segment about having that holiday huddle with your merchants just having that phone conversation with them or, or chat about um, what they need, what you need to do to prepare, what you need to be looking out for, what you can expect. Okay. Um, are there any other tools that you use, um, like Excel, Brio, any other analytical tools? As far as um, what, analyzing what kind of data specifically? Um, all of the data. So thinking about your 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 trademark, or not trademark, but PPC campaigns, the ROI, the advertiser's data. Oh, absolutely. Every single day I'm pulling that data into Excel and analyzing it, you know, making sure that my campaigns are ROI positive, um, looking at, you know, the clicks that I'm getting and, and Seeing, looking for trends, are the, are the clicks going up, are the clicks going down? Why are the clicks going up and down? Uh, is it because of increased competition? Um, is it because you know my, my bid price isn't high enough? Um, just looking at some of that data, because if you, if you do have a campaign that's doing really well for you, you want to make sure that it continues to do well for you. And, and obviously, um, if, if other competitors uh, become aware of that hot converting item, they're going to raise their bid, they're going to raise their ante. And so you want to make sure um, that you're watching your bid positions and your ad positions very carefully um, so that you can maintain that, uh, you know, revenue that you've been doing. Okay. Um, speaking of bid positions, uh, as far as you know, are there any expected changes from any of the, the search engines that publishers should be aware of? Well, I think one of the biggest things to look out for this year is the release of Panama from Yahoo Search Marketing. Um, this is uh, quite an upgrade for them. It's actually going to allow you to uh, launch your campaigns in real time and, and give you a little bit more control over your ads, meaning that you'll be able to do like more geo-targeting. Um, you'll be able to do day parting, which allows you to run your ads um, you know, during certain times of the day, and then you can either raise or lower your bid um, you know, if it's during peak or off-peak hours. Um, so that's something that you can definitely do. And we talked about in, in one of the previous segments where, um, you know, people, 58% tend to do their shopping online while they're at work. And so maybe you raise your bids uh, during that time of day because you know that 58% of the, your audience is going to be online shopping that time of, time of the day. And then, and then during, um, you know, off hours, you, you turn your bids down a little bit because maybe they're not as likely to buy or maybe, you know, you're not as likely to get that high, you know, highly qualified traffic. 
Right. Are you starting to see uh, competition heating up already in the, the PPC area? Absolutely. I think that once the merchants start sending out notification about new products and uh, what to expect for the holidays and getting their affiliates excited, uh, you start to see more paid search ads going up. You see more landing pages. And, uh, yeah, definitely starting to see an increase in the competition in the areas that I'm working with right now. All right. Any other uh, recommendations or tips for publishers listening or advertisers for that matter? Well, I think it's really important that you, you keep on top of, of the merchants that you're working with. This is, again, why it's so important to only work with a handful of merchants because there's no way, um, unless you have a lot of resources, that you can manage um, more than a handful of advertisers. So you want to you stay on top of those updates that we've all talked about earlier. And then also just visit the merchant site as a customer multiple times throughout the holiday shopping season. Um, you know, check it for speed, check it for broken links. You know, um, if there's any important announcements and things like that on their website, it's important to get that. You want to make sure that you're using their site as a consumer uh, frequently so that you, you know what your customers are expecting, you know, or, or what they're seeing when they visit their site. Um, you know, look for any leaks or something that, that you might see come up on the site, like maybe an 800 number or like something where they can no longer ship or, or anything like that that could potentially make you lose money as an affiliate. Right, and I think also, you know, taking that even a step further, paying attention to commercials and, and what's going on in your, your weekly newspapers or daily newspapers to see what these advertisers, if they are, you know, marketing offline, what they're including in those promotions. Uh, most of the time, what advertisers include in their offline promotions tend to be some, some hot sellers online also. Good point. Um, another point, just to, to, to reconfirm, um, I think we talked earlier about, you know, what kind of products um, are you looking at for the holiday season. One thing that I thought that I read recently, which was pretty interesting, is looking at um, the, some of the higher-end products. So some jewelry, you talked about, you know, being able to buy, you know, wine online and, and beer, uh, things, that, things of that sort that are the higher-end People used to be afraid to spend more money online on a product. That is going away uh, with some of the stats that, that you had shared earlier, Jeremy. Um, and I think it's, it's important for publishers to think about that and think about, okay, it is holiday. It's a little bit higher end than the normal kind of deal and coupon-focused uh, online shopper. Well, and I think also... You know, okay, we, we heard earlier that people will be spending more on average this year than they did last year in combination with more people jumping online to buy for the first time. Um, so certainly if you're doing paid search, you're going to have to be focusing on some higher margin items anyway to make it um, work out for you in terms of ROI. Uh, if, you're, if you're promoting $10 items and your commission is 1%, you, know, you, you obviously, obviously couldn't make that work out because you'd be getting $0.10 cents on a sale that costs you $0.10 cents for each click. Um, so even if you had a 100% conversion rate, you would only be breaking even. So I've had a lot of success in years past, and, and I'm hoping especially this year, with um, high-end and, and more expensive items. I, I tend to specialize this time of year in consumer electronics, um, but specifically on, on those items that are a little bit more expensive, notebooks, um, iPods, you know, things like the MP3 players, um, televisions, anything that is, is a little bit more expensive um, can certainly, the math works out better for you in paid search. If you could, you know, look into your crystal ball, uh, what do you think is going to be one of the, the top-selling uh, products this season? 
Well, I'm really thinking that on you know digital music is is catching on pretty fast, and and I'm seeing based on some other merchants that I'm promoting uh, like uh, Yahoo Music, Rhapsody, that the online sales of music are going up, and um, anything related you know MP3 players and any kind of music player like that, those those tend to do really well this time of year. Um, we think that everyone has an iPod and that they've they've hit their critical mass, but really really they haven't. Um, you know, there, there's still a lot of room and a lot of uh, area for growth though um, and and same with like any kind of mobile content or or mobile devices and things like that those those are really starting to do very well I think um, you know people are talking about like uh, mobile video and you know mobile music and and so these categories I think are all going to do uh, very well this year and and continue to do well throughout 2007 great yeah I think the uh, the iPods even as you said we feel like everyone does have them people are, are, are getting numerous and they're, they have the new shuffle coming out which is you know brand spanking new so I'm sure people will be clamoring for that it's a slightly lower price point but I think it's still going to be a, an interesting product that might fly off the shelf this year Absolutely, and of course, uh, one thing to keep in mind are I think Sony and Nintendo are both uh, releasing new game consoles this year. Um, I think Nintendo's set to release theirs next week, and then Sony um, shouldn't be too far behind that. And so uh, those consoles, I think, are going to be very hot this year, uh, and any games and, and content associated with those are going to be popular. And going back to your earlier point, check to make sure it's in inventory for the advertisers before you, you start spending a lot of money on those uh, search campaigns for those. Right, and and keep in mind that some of these merchants, like I, would, I just got a notification from Walmart the other day that they're now accepting pre-orders for the Nintendo Wii, which is their new gaming console. So, uh, you know, as long as you're still getting commissions on those pre-orders, you know, that could be another good opportunity for you. Definitely. Well, great. I think we covered a lot of bases this afternoon. Um, you know, just going back to that initial forecast, it's going to be a huge season for, for retail sales, um, and things are, are picking up, and we'll see it start to do the, the fun hockey stick uh, starting right around Thanksgiving. So definitely, everyone, prepare yourselves for, for the rest of the quarter. Hopefully it'll be a smooth and enjoyable ride for everybody. Uh, anything else, Jeremy? No, I, I just want to echo your sentiments about this holiday season. It's going to be bigger than any other uh, holiday season to date, and uh, more people are getting online, and their intent is more serious this time of year. They're, they're ready to buy. The credit cards are out. So take advantage of that. Great. Well, this will be it for today, and we will be talking to you guys soon. Uh, don't forget that the show is on Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. You can also uh, listen to the recorded archive by downloading the podcast at webmasterradio.fm, subscribing at iTunes, or listening to us through your cell phone at the MobileCast Network. If you want to get in touch with Jeremy or I, uh, feel free to email us at podcasts at cj.com. Happy holidays. <laughs>